Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now now it's what it's all about scout Welcome to another episode of Two Scout Geeks. My name is Joey Galvez. We've got a treat for you. We're going to be talking to Kevin Joseph, one of the creators on Tart. He brings to you guys a new Tart title. That's awesome. There's a lot of T's in this one. Amazing. Anyway, it's called Tart Toxic Origins. This one is so cool. We get to see a little backstory of the Toxic Origins. Uh, we get a little bit of more insight into that. Stay tuned for that interview. Such a cool interview. And then I'm going to give my breakdown of the book itself. And then I'm also going to talk about Unicorn. So stay tuned and we'll hang out here, guys, right here on Two Scout Geek on the Geek Collective. And we are here with the one, the only Tart creator, Kevin Joseph. How's it going, man? Oh, it's go! It's going great. I, I I really appreciate that. I want to say one of two Tart creators because without yeah. Ludovic Saleh, the artist, uh, there would be no reason to talk to me. So I want to make sure, <laughs> loud and clear and upfront, to say that this is Ludo's starship, and every once in a while I get to pilot a little bit. Yeah, his art, yeah. his art definitely brings the words that you write to to a different level. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's oh, a fantastic I, I, artist. I'd say I'd say that I'd say more than you know based on i know what the scripts look like and you know what the comic <laughs> looks like but i'm gonna i'm gonna be quieter and and pretend that this is a collaboration i i we were just talking a little bit about the uh, uh something like this in the uh, before we hit record we we're talking about how how you know you mentioned it uh kevin like if you if you do what you love you won't work a day in your life. And I love that because that's absolutely true. You guys are doing something amazing. You guys are, are he's creating the artwork. You're creating an artwork of your own out of words. Cause I can't do that. I can barely speak over myself. That's why I do a podcast. Cause I can go back and edit every single thing out, but <laughs> you guys are, you guys are amazing. And then when you have a creative team that kind of comes together and that can create something out of it. And, and, and I, I've spoken to so many creators now that the, the, the thing that they started off with has grown into something amazing and even better. Is that something that you found when you're working with Ludo that, 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 that creation that you guys have and you guys could, that collaboration that you come together, it creates something even better out of, out of the idea that you had before? Oh, most certainly. We, we were at a, a New York Comic Con is the only time we've ever 
been in the same place at the same time. He's uh, actually in France, and I'm I'm in, here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So we don't we don't get in the same spot too often. But for two years, we were able to kind of meet up at New York Comic Con. Awesome. We were, we were sitting there one of the moments where there was nobody walking past, and he just he asked me, "Do you think you would have ever written this story without me?" And I had to think about it for a second because it was a honest question and it deserved yeah. an honest answer. And I, I looked at everything that's in it and I simply had to say, impossible. There is no way that the synthesis of this story would have come out of me. It had to start with what he was already drawing and what already interested in him. But I found the things that he was working on that I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. And then between us, we, there was a synthesis of what he was already doing, what interested me, what, what I came to him that he was excited about. And it just kind of was a snowball in that way. Awesome. So, so with Tart, what was the, the, that brought you this story? What, what was the idea behind it that created this beautiful story that I, I love Tart? It's one of my favorite stories, but. What brought this to to reality? (laughs) One of the weirder ways to start a story is I met a woman on my honeymoon. There you go. (laughs) This sounds like we're going to have a really good story. This is is the best podcast we've ever done. (laughs) Uh, So so, uh, my wife and I uh, aren't really sun people. So even though we live in Fort Lauderdale, so we were thinking about where would we want to go on our honeymoon? And I... I'd never been to England and she'd only been once for about a week. And we just kind of said, let's do London, not even England. Let's do London where, where we don't feel like we're shortchanging ourselves. And, and, and she said, yes, let's do it. And then I was reading the Neil Gaiman blog, you know, when he used to do it religiously, I I read it religiously and he's doing this um, book tour starting over in Russia. And, um, and then it was going to be like a week later in like Czech. I don't, I don't know the actual Yugoslavia. And then, and I'm looking at the map that he's releasing dates as they come through and he's moving closer and closer to England in some weird <laughs> timing of when I'm going to be there. Cause we've already bought the tickets. We're going to be there these six days. Boom, boom, boom. And I did send an email in saying, are you going to be doing? in London this week because we're going to be there on our honeymoon. Now I did not get an answer. I am not friends with Neil Gaiman. I'm not pretending anything. here. (laughs) Two weeks later on his blog, if you're in London, one of the days we were there, I'm going to be at forbidden planet doing a signing. Wow. Wow. So (laughs) probably that was going to happen anyway, you know, like almost, I mean, I'm not saying I did it. I'm just saying it probably doesn't happen anyway. So I, I go in and I ask my soon-to-be wife, spend <laughs> a full day of our honeymoon waiting in line to get Neil Gaiman's autograph? And she goes, yeah, sure. Oh, wow. So that's what we did. We It was a cold, blistery uh, morning in, in England, and we got there really early because I've I know that it's better to wait three hours before Neil Gaiman signing than eight hours in line to do a Neil Gaiman signing. And then we just met, we were the first people there. We went over in a little restaurant where we could see the line starting or the queue starting since I'm in England. And about three people showed up and we finished our our lunch and we got in line. And 
the eight people just sat for two hours and we made friends with everybody. And I got two of the ladies that we were uh, online was email. One of which emailed me maybe eight months later, a year later and said, I met this artist who has this amazing style and this amazing idea, but he's written himself into a corner. I think you too might jive. And so he sent me the artwork. I saw his artwork and I just went, I have got to hitch myself to this wagon one way or another. And then slowly, well, I woke up about three days later with the idea of the first page of Tart, which is a woman waking up somewhere in time, having no idea why exactly she's there, but she knows she's there to help. And then um, he liked the idea that I sent him, which is basically Tart number one, mm. without some of the mythology that we built in later. And we just started emailing back and forth for three months saying, okay, so what is this story? What, what, how, why? Yeah. Uh, a lot of wind because it's time travel. Right. Wow. That's such an amazing story. Like it's such gotta a- be fate or destiny or whatever, whatever you believe in that's, that's out there. Something was out there to help us. Do right. It. Yeah, definitely. 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 And how amazing uh, would that have been? Like how different would it have been if, it, if you guys would have never come together and it all, was at a Neo gaming signing. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I didn't even meet him. I just met someone he eventually met who wow. thought, Oh, I know this writer and I know this artist. And maybe, maybe they'll, I always say, if Anna sets you up on a blind date, show up at the uh, restaurant. <laughs> that's awesome fair enough fair enough that's awesome super cool super cool so that's how you guys met that's how you guys created this this amazing thing so we are now we the, the creation is here it's all on the table you guys are ready to go and you guys turn around and say all right now where are we going to pitch this what's that story like the story is uh i have a friend from high school who went up to ucf and he knew that I was doing this crazy comics thing from Facebook. And he sent me a message and he said, you're one of two guys I know doing this crazy comic book journey. You should meet up. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Sure. So he says, you got to meet this guy, James. Hey, like, okay. He does this book, Solar Flare. And I'm like, I've heard of that. I, you know, I, I, I know that he's been on comics launch with Tyler James. I'm like, yeah, I want to meet him. I, I know what he's doing. So we, you know, did the Facebook thing just like, like the three of us did where, you know, like sort of get to meet a little bit and you're like, I've heard that name. What? Oh no. no. And uh, I read solar flare. He read tart. We both were just mutual fans. And uh, he got in with scout and he said, Hey, I'm, I would love to show the book in and around Scott comics to see if everybody else thinks you'll fit. And I was, uh, I want to be Stanley, the writer, not Stanley, the publisher. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not a business person or organized or any of the things that make you successful in that way. And I was like, man, if I can just write and make a book that other people can get to comic shops and, you know, get me on podcasts, for instance. Uh, let's let's do it. Awesome. Now we've got this new story coming out, uh, uh, and I'm not. I think it's been announced. And yeah, it's in previews world now. Yeah. So we've got Talk about we've, it a, a little bit, sure. But 
but I, I was able, you know, I believe you've read it, right? Yes, we've read yes. it. Uh, we, we happen to, we, we, uh, get the previews, uh, so we can read and talk about it and do this thing. So awesome. Thank you guys. I, for I've also, uh, gotten on all of your kickstarters too so at this point i'm i've got it <laughs> he got it physically he's probably yeah he's read it more than i have and yeah i remember when you guys were pushing that out yeah so. any way you read the book i'm ex- i'm extraordinarily happy <laughs> get it at your comic shops kickstarter uh you know I- i'm happy so we so what are we going to get from this i know you can't talk a lot about it but what are we going to get and what are we what can we expect from this story from where we left off from the first one Yes. So I, I like to talk about these in, in terms of chapters. And this one shot coming up is a 32 page story that would be considered chapter 10. Um, and this really is, we've spent the first nine chapters giving a lot of questions and very few answers. And this is our, all right, everybody sit down and we're going to let you know what the real big story of the toxic universe is mm-hmm. and uh we don't answer everything and we we put a couple more hints and questions in as well but as far as our characters know everything in this chapter of toxic origins is the actual basis of the toxic universe and uh, uh i'm not saying they know everything but i'm saying that this is really what's going on we didn't want to do it that first issue because it's dense mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of backstory to it. Um, so I wanted to, you know, the first three chapters are to get you to fall in love with Tart. The next four are kind of to get you to realize Tart is part of a group, not even though she works on her own, she's part of a group, maybe get you in love with that. And uh, now, now we're in the building the big story phase mm-hmm. of the comic. This actually goes back to what me and uh, Joey have talked about is like the first issue of Tart. One reason I loved it so much is until you get to issue two, it stands alone by itself. Like mm-hmm. that is a just straight up one story that you necessarily didn't need to know more of. And you got all you needed to. Then the next one does the same thing. And the next one does the same thing. And those first three issues are exactly that. They definitely just set up where it, it's just building her character and getting more in, like into her. And then you slowly get into more of the universe. And that's one of the things I think that really uh, hit great with Tart is that you got really attached to Tart Acid one by one and then slowly brought in everybody else to attach more to everything. In, in I wouldn't say that there was a, a, a real thought behind it, except for the fact that Ludo and I were getting to know Tart in those first three issues too. And to try to bring in a bunch of different characters around her would have muddied our education on who she was as, you know, we were, we were learning along with the audience, you know, obviously we knew a little bit more of where she was end up going, but yeah, there'd be some scenes where I'd write it and I go, Oh, she reacts like this to that. Oh, okay. And I would just, try to remember that because you know she's it's it's we it's weird to say this but she makes her own decisions even though they have to fit a bit of what we're doing right but but there are times where she you know gets out of a situation in a way that i didn't expect her to when i sat down to write it and of course ludo adds a lot to it i can say in the first issue there's a point where she's captured and she's she's 
been captured by this demon. And I, as a writer, knew that she was going to get out of it and, and uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, the way she was going to get out of it was B. So I didn't really put anything in the captions of what she was doing while they were talking. And I noticed when I got the paperback, Ludo had her going into her hair, getting a bobby pin out, and working on the lock to try to escape while this conversation was happening. Now, she didn't pick the lock and get out. She still got out the way that I, as a writer, envisioned it. But I was like, genius. Ludo put that in. And I was like, of course, she would always be working to escape while she was doing the other thing. And now... Now that's in my head because I learned that from Ludo, who just went, well, it would be boring to draw her just sitting just there. Sitting, yeah, and chatting. Yeah. So it, it, the first three issues were certainly us learning about her as well. Yeah. I definitely feel that that's, that's the character. That's her character. You know, you know I mean, she's definitely not going to give up. She's not going to, you know, Oh, well, this is it. I, I got to find another way and take forever to get there. She's always thinking, always on her feet, always on her toes, getting to the next. And, and I love that. And, and I definitely feel that in the story in this new one, we, the story we're talking about here is, is, is tart toxic oranges here. And it's coming out in the next month, right? In June, I believe. I believe early July, but definitely July. Okay, so it's in previews world now. So we could probably still grab it. I don't think FOC has ended yet. If it is, it's coming soon. You know what? Even if FOC has ended, you can still tell your your comic shop to order it for you. It doesn't change the numbers on our end. So, hey, I'd love it before FOC, but that's really not anybody watching this is problem. If if you're interested, you can ask them to order the first uh trade collection which has chapters one through seven and then the tart soul searchers which is chapters eight and nine and then this one or just come into it with this one i think you can read this one <laughs> and catch up just fine but again that's what i was gonna ask i was gonna ask a little bit about story so uh, if we are if if we don't know anything about tart we jump on this one are we gonna be okay here and moving forward or do we need to go back and read the 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 last trade um as a uh, pretentious artist, I would say, well, we wrote these in a certain order. So, of course. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you read it any way you friggin' want to. Um, if you get into it and you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm liking these characters anyway, then double back and come through. Yeah. If you uh-huh. feel like, oh, this is a little dense for me, remember that this is the 10th chapter. And you can come through, but I do think you can enjoy it as your first time in. You're just kind of, you're learning about the universe more so than our lead character. But I think you could jump, jump in just fine. Do do we still, do we still have the characters? Do they still keep their personality? Does it still follow along like the still, the, the same kind of feel from the first one with these characters? Or how much, how much have they changed uh, up until this point? That's a really good question. Um, I have tried very hard to definitely have the characters feel the same in each uh, incarnation. Uh, but when we put this uh, together, I did think of the whole series a bit of as Tart's maturation from girl to teenager to woman. Mm. And it's not 
a physical age. It's her time as this agent. And chapters one through seven are really when, well, no, chapters one to 12 are really where she's new on the job. She really wants to impress everybody and she really wants to do the right thing, just like a young kid with her parents. Starting after this year, when we get to uh, chapters 13 and over, we've got the teenage years where maybe the people who are sending you out to do things don't know as much as they think they know. And uh, you get a little bit reckless and uh, have your own decisions. And maybe some of those decisions don't work out so well. And then you've got to grow up and be a woman. And uh, now we're moving into the series uh, finale. So I hope that Tart does arc in a way okay. that is tangible, but still feels um, organic. That's that's the goal. But uh, only people who read it at the end are going to be able to tell me if we succeeded. Right. Fantastic. Fantastic. It sounds like we, you have a whole lot more in store for us. So um, it says that we're yeah. There's some more tart coming out in September. Mm-hmm. That so, will that will be um, the end of tart season two. Um, I can I can say I think without doing too many spoilers that a little a lot of season two has been recruiting new members to the toxic fruit organization, getting them comfortable. And then the last two chapters of this season are one last training mission and uh, their first battle. And it's a, it's a pretty big one. It's probably our most balls to the wall <laughs> battle issue we've ever done. And it was a lot wow. of fun to do, but we'll have to talk about that one in about three months. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Are you going to revisit some of the things that happened in this story in, in toxic origins. Uh, I can guarantee you that by the end of the series, the, uh, the things that are talked about in toxic origins will have extreme implications. I love that. I love that answer because I think it, it gave me a lot because there was something happening here. I'm just like, Oh, what are we going to see? Are we going to see the rest of this happen here? Where is it going to get meant? What are we going to do? So, I love it. I haven't, I haven't written it yet though. So, uh, again, <laughs> I sh- maybe I shouldn't have guaranteed. I assume <laughs> that when we write it, uh, no, this is it. Everything in this issue is very, very much, um, placed, uh, so that it means other things Great. later, or at least when you read the things later, you go, yeah, okay. I d- with Tart Asset, the character, I think my biggest question is what brought her to life what made you think of her character because she is the pivotal point of the story and her character just watching her grows from issue one and just how she does like even how you said when she makes decisions like how the art your artist when she was yeah. pig locking and stuff she's such an amazing character because like you said it feels like she's doing stuff that you guys were like oh we didn't plan for her to do that why is she doing that and or she's doing that and just what brought her to life that's a that's a great question that I'm going to try to figure out because I couldn't I, I, I can't go back and say, well, we wanted to do blank, blank and blank. It's more we had this series that was, um, you know, a, a time traveling demon hunter of some kind. And Ludo loves drawing uh, sexy, sensual women. So it was always going to be a female protagonist based on what he likes to draw. Um, okay. So 
It's a young woman. She travels through time. I think stories are so much more interesting when the hero is almost is overpowered in almost every battle. So I looked back to kind of like the Bourne movies of how, you know, when he got attacked, he just grabbed a magazine and used it. So there was a lot of, okay, so I don't want her to be so powerful that she just fights every demon, but she can outthink and, 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 and out strategize. And then it became, oh, she's a survivor. Oh, that's what she is. She has a survival instinct that is stronger than her opponents, even though her opponents are stronger, faster, whatever. And all these little things that we found as we emailed back and forth informed her to me. Mm exactly how she came about is more of an an intuitive thing than it was a logical thing. Um, And I, I just think that the stuff we also can get into, can be a little bit um, dramatic and emotional. So giving her that, just that sardonic, Oh, Jesus Christ. Again, today type of a worldview yeah, is is more fun for me as a writer. So I think it's more fun as a reader too. So it's, I don't know. She gr- she's still growing now. So I, I, she's she's this weird thing that's that is there. I can sort of see her, and she comes clearer every issue. And hopefully, um, hopefully, as she becomes clearer, she does so in a way that tracks for the audience. I've got tons and tons of other questions, but I'm going to save them for the next time that we ha- we have you on. Yes, that sounds good. Because uh, I think I think we're going to have you on many, many times because it's uh, it's awesome speaking with you. And I'm going to like I said, I'm going to save those for next time. But uh, please let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Um, if you have uh, the the codes available for the previews world co- codes available, that would be awesome if we could pull those up. But yeah, please give us your, your social media, all that good stuff where everybody can find you. Well, my, my social media is on Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Joseph CMX. And um, I actually have it. The previous code for Tart Origins is Tart Toxic Origins is May 21, 1687. Awesome. Thank you again, Kevin Joseph. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us right here on Two Scout Geeks. If you guys want Head on over to scoutcomics.com and grab yourself some awesome books. Grab yourself Tart. Grab grab, grab all the trades. I'm serious. Grab them. And you can get 10% off with the code GEEK. That's G-E-E-K at checkout. Get 10% off. You're going to want Tart. I know you guys are. You, you got to grab it. So grab it up at scoutcomics.com. everybody it's that time again for scout comics news as of june 7 2021 starting now children of the grave goes metal uh what okay last time we heard something like this it was the recount and the recount sold out in the first like 20 minutes i think and they had a small number i think it was one through 100 a limited number uh, and you get two per customer super cool on this one too um wow Uh, how cool is this one and the cover that they are showing is actually pretty cool looking 
Um, I'd be down to grab this one. You guys, you guys, uh, grab it. Grab it now. Let's see. It says, Children of the Grave metal cover is now live. Oh, wait. You guys can grab Children of the Grave number one right now for $69.99 on the Scout website. Do I have, where's, where's my hidden money over here i'm gonna grab this one <laughs> super cool super cool all right let's see what other things are in the news here we got cherry blackbird sold her soul for rock and roll and the time to pay has come so this one is really cool logline is uh, exactly what i just said um here's this one follows uh rock star cherry blackbird as she sold her soul for fame now at the age of 26 time is running short the day she turns 27 she'll be dragged to hell but cherry is not one to go quietly the devil takes her with collecting seven demon demonic souls that have escaped the abyss. If she can do this before her next birthday, she'll be released from her infernal pact and be spared eternal damnation. Heaven help anyone who gets in her way. This one is from creator Joseph Schmalky. Uh, he does. He's, he created it. He wrote it, and he's the artist. He's a one-shop stop, one-stop shop here. And and this is a quote from uh, Joseph Schmalky here. He says, "This was the first book I did when I became a full comic book creator, and it holds a special place in my heart. I used elements from exploitation and horror movies. I love that." don't often find their way into comic the comic book medium it's a self-aware b-horror at its finest and definitely not for children or the squeamish <laughs> so I, I definitely understand that one because they said that these books were going to be polybagged so uh, keep an eye out for these ones I got the first issue in my scout box I have not cracked it open to read it which I'm kicking myself which I should have um, super cool. We have another one here. The invasion begins this August with life formed life formed number one from Scout Comics. Here is the log line. A young girl must face an alien invasion with a member of their race who has taken the form of her single dad. What? Crazy. Here's the snapsis. Orphaned in the wake of an alien invasion, 11-year-old Cleo must leave behind the life she knew to fight for her own survival and the Earth's future. With the help of a rebel alien posing as her dad, Cleo learns how to survive and strike back against the invaders. Battling their way through the wreckage of the apocalypse, these two unlikely companions bond pondering what it means to be human and search for reasons to carry on from the creators matt mayer lowry and cassie anderson extraordinary a story of an ordinary prince super cool um amazing amazing the artwork looks cool this sounds really awesome um i'm in for this one all day long I'm looking through the artwork. It's, it's pretty cool, guys. Got to check it out. Um, here's another one. It says, cool down from the summer heat this July with Stanley the Snowman from Scout Comics. Logline 
reads, Stan Lee the Snowman is an all-ages story about a snowman that's awakened every holiday season for fun and adventure. What does that sound like to you guys? <laughs> anyway, here is the log line here uh, from all, from the Scoot All Ages print. Jenny Rose is a bit of a loner. She's not into dolls, the latest cell phones, or the coolest games. She loves spending time with her family and learning about their traditions from her grandfather. He passes on to her a secret ritual that only one member in a generation can do, bringing Stanley the Snowman to life. Stanley is a magical snowman, the embodiment of the holiday spirit and their family history. After months of preparation, the night finally arrives, but things don't go exactly as planned. Um, anything else? I think that's it, guys. That's all for the news. Thank you guys for listening to the news segment. All right, let's go ahead and talk about some books. Well, I'm glad you guys are here listening to my breakdown of Unicorn. This one is so cool, and I and I know you guys know all about that they, this one got picked up to be a series. Uh, so cool, really cool. And this one was one of the ones that got picked up before the book had even come out. Uh, this one was written by Don Hanfield and Joshua Malkin, illustrated by Raphael Luredo. Sorry if I, uh, you know, messed up your name. But this is a scoot imprint. And this follows May Everett as she inherits a horse from her long lost mother, only to discover a strange nub on the horse's forehead hidden beneath a fly bonnet. Searching for answers, May explores her mom's abandoned veterinary office and finds a secret book her mother hid just for her. Its title unicorn guide whoa join may and percy on a journey of healing in unicorn uh that's <laughs> so cool this is a scoop non-stop title so you you get it and then you get the full trade after you get the first one it should be coming out uh, here in the next month or two i think it they give it like a two month delay before it comes out after the scoot uh uh initial title or initial release so uh look for that in your stores very very soon actually guys and I can't I can't wait for this one to hit our our TV screens or our silver screens or whatever where is is it a movie is it a what I don't know we've got stuff like like sweet tooth going on right now we also have Loki coming up like these TV shows these these comic book TV shows and these comic book movies are really huge right now you know so so for this to get picked up before the book even came out uh, was was actually a pretty huge feat in in my in my opinion uh, but we definitely follow uh, may here her we find out obviously here in the in the uh, log line here that her mother is lost we don't really get too much information here but we follow her uh, on a farm uh, they, they give us a little bit of a backstory we obviously find out that she finds a horse and he's got a nub on his head. We find out towards the end that what's going on on the first issue, what that actually is. And <laughs> as if the title didn't give it away, this could be going in the direction that you guys are actually thinking. Right. Um, but this is actually really cool. I like I like the story here. The artwork was really good. There was a couple of places where I felt uh, like. It maybe it was the atmosphere that I was reading, 
but I felt like it was dragging a little bit towards the middle and it, and it actually could have been the environment that I placed myself in. It, it, I was sitting on my bed uh, reading the book. My son comes in and out asking questions and, and, you know, changing channels and, hey, can I watch this or can I go get a snack or something like that? So maybe it was one of those moments where I, I was I was a little distracted and it felt that way. So if <laughs> please don't, uh, you know, take my word for it there. Read this yourself and, and kind of see what that if, if you guys had those same kind of feelings. Uh, but other than that, the story is really compelling. Uh, I'm really interested into knowing what this book is and what's, what what the unicorn guide means. I'm doing air quotes if you guys don't know. And it was very intriguing to know that, that it's going to be picked up. Um, so, um, what about you guys? What do you guys think? Uh, let me know. You guys can do that at twoscoutgeeks.com or... Uh, head on over to any of our social media sites. Just type in at Two Scout Geeks and you can find us there. Message me. Let me know what you think about Unicorn. All right. I'm going to move on to the next book here. I'm going to talk about Tart Toxic Origins. Are you guys ready for that one? Because I know I am. Let's right, let's move right into that. But listen to the beautiful, beautiful music transition, though. Alright, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Tart Toxic Origins. This one is really cool because it, it, it's I didn't I didn't know if I was gonna be into it only because not because it wasn't a it, it was a bad story. It's a great story. Only because I have not finished the Tart story uh, by itself yet. Uh, I'm still in the first trade. So I still need to continue to move on. I'm still in the first few uh, uh, issues of the first trade there. Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm a little behind. I got... Anyway, that's another story for another time. But because I'm so behind on the story right now, I was reluctant to read this, but I read it because I wanted to talk to you guys about it. This is actually a really cool jumping off point. So if you guys have not read Tart and you're kind of reluctant, you're saying, oh, I don't want to grab this one quite yet because I don't know the story yet or I've only read the first issue or two or whatever. And and you guys are still waiting to finish it off to get into this. Um, you're good to go because when you read this, it gives you the information that nobody has about the toxic universe. And you're still getting a little bit of uh, you're getting enough story to build up the world and and not lose any of that. But you're not getting information that happened in prior stories. I don't know if that makes sense, but you're but it's a good, good uh, jumping off point because it gives you information about the world building. It, it's definitely building even more of the universe out. And, and giving uh, so many different layers to this than where we where we were before. So uh, I'm I, if you guys aren't on board, do it now. Grab it now. Uh, try to see if you guys can get it in previous world. If not, hit your shop up because they they can still probably do it. I'm really hoping that they can. Uh, if not, you know, steal somebody's. <laughs> no, don't steal anybody's. Uh, just go to scoutcomics.com and you can probably grab one there. If it's not gonna sell out. This is one of those ones that might. So um, it's it's that good. I'm telling you guys, it's really good. I don't want to give too much away because this story is so great. Um, I will tell you guys, we do we do have you know uh, uh, we see a little bit of tidbits of of the the toxic universe here. 
Uh, they give us a lot of information. Um, we know um, how things are unfolding or what we can kind of see the the cogs in motion here. I Can you guys see me kind of grasping for straws and trying not to give any information out here? <laughs> it's kind of hard because this is such a good story and I don't want to spoil anything. I'm just going to leave it at that. How about that? Uh, let me read you guys the log line before because uh, this, is, uh, this is probably way out of place for this but whatever tar acid was once just like them a frightened soul learning that hell exists and that she could play a part in protecting earth's history from demonic intervention now she's the guide for the three new recruits explaining how her band of time traveling demon hunters ended up risking their immortal souls to stand against the forces of hell come along as some of the mysteries of the toxic universe are revealed in Tart Toxic Origins. Oh, so cool. So cool. Um, amazing story, guys. You got to grab this one. Um, they are definitely talking about the toxic universe, giving us some information that we don't know already. Um, we go back and they give us some information about Tart Acid and her friends. Um, so check it out, guys. Grab it up. Do it. Now, seriously, grab it up. All right, it is that time. Time to wrap things up and ready to get going because it's the end of the show. We thank you guys for hanging out with us right here on Two Scout Geeks. We appreciate you, Kevin Joseph, telling us about your book and all the amazing tartness, I guess. I don't know. When it, what, what do you say here? Anyway, um, you guys check them out check these books out if you guys want to check these out head on over to scoutcomics.com and grab these books put them in your cart and when you do type in the word geek that is g-e-e-k at checkout get 10% off those books you guys can do that now you guys can't get tart but you can get unicorn and tons of other stuff so grab that up and uh, use the use the code um, alright man we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us right here on Two Scout Geeks, exclusively on the Geek Collective and Age of Radio Network. For John and myself, Joey Galvez, we will see you guys later. And that means it's time to say Scout is what it's all about. We'll see you next time. Sounds what it's all about.